A to Z Talks, episode 11, 10 apps that'll improve your life. Hey, 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 what's up, Tobias? How the heck are you? Uh, struggling with some allergies. Uh, sorry, my voice is a little bit weird today, but doing well otherwise. How are you? Kind of cool. It's almost like we get a different version of you, a different flavor of you. Um, I'm doing well. You know, I think we took a nice little uh, extended Easter break there. So uh, excited to kind of get back after it. Um, miss all, <laughs> miss everyone who's here with us listening along and hopefully giving you guys a little bit uh, of that taste back because we definitely missed you. So we hope you missed us as well. But um, how was Easter for you? Busy. Uh, I mean, we've been not allowed to meet with anyone, but I think everyone kind of did anyway. Um, it was great to to see the family here and there. And uh, I think you tried to uh, record a podcast episode. I tried to record a podcast episode, but we were both busy at the time. So uh, we just said, let's skip that, take an Easter break. And uh, I think it was a great idea. Oh, yeah. Things happen, right? And it, it was a natural break. I think for us, it was like the end of the quarter. Uh, you know, we, we did the quarterly personal review last time. So it felt like it was about that time. And, and hopefully you're refreshed, rejuvenated. Um, March sometimes can be a little crazy, right? There's a March madness concept. There's just so much going on. And so we're here now. Spring is upon us. Yes, that comes with allergies and everything else. But um, we're going to kind of keep this light. We're, we're definitely going to try to, you know, get move right into the topic here we're talking about 10 apps that um that we like that we think that can improve your life so we debated back and forth here between tobias and i uh which one uh <laughs> which apps are actually improvements and even on that title right yeah the title is a bit of a clickbait and i think we're sorry for that but <laughs> we've been trying different titles and this one seemed the only one that wasn't promising too much um because I don't think all of these really improve your life. Uh, some make it better, some make it not worse, but uh, it could distract you from things, right? <laughs> it is, that it's, it's so funny. Again, you and I sometimes are black and white, yin and yang, um, but I think that's what makes for some of these fun conversations. But I think you kept on wanting to say, hey, these are apps that make your life you know, more efficient and, and you get things more organized. And I'm like, uh, I think my apps are the opposite. They actually spend more time, <laughs> but I think of the quality of life in some of it, right? So that's why it's really good. Hopefully between the two of us, we have a good... Uh, uh, balance, you know, of, of how we uh, go about this. But um, any anything you want to just quickly throw out there as far as like how you approach looking for your top five apps? I mean, there's so many, but how did you do this? I was just looking at um, at my phone and I was like, which, which is the, the path that I'm swiping to most so that I understand what, what am I actually doing on my phone most of the time? And I, I left out all the social media apps like Twitter or Instagram or Facebook um, because I think everyone knows these and it's not worth talking about them. But then I thought, which are the, the ones that actually help me most? Um, what helps me save time, um, uh, simplify some processes, and uh, what do I actually think is a real benefit to, uh, to my daily life? And looking at your list, um, I think you're more like, <laughs> what's fun? What, 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 what helps me do this? And uh, it, it's different. You, so it's interesting that we approach this differently. So tell me, how did you get to your top five? Yeah, you know, I think that's uh, it's similar. I, I definitely wasn't sure about, you know, how to go about this. And there were some that we use every day all the time, right? Like the YouTube apps and the mail apps. And you can, and I, I wanted really badly to put notes down because I use it more than anything. But I take a look at it and just try to think, okay, what are some fun apps that I think actually improve your quality of your life that, that I use 
pretty frequently as well. I tried to look at which ones I'd have, but to me, you know, my, my phone is an extension of my brain. So everything on there is, you know, what, how I think and my notes, if I, you know, have ideas, but, um, I really just wanted to, you know, put some things down that I think are, that help me improve the quality of life. Sometimes when traveling, sometimes, you know, when things are crazy or sometimes you need to just get away from your day-to-day -day grind. So, uh, this is going to be exciting. I think we'll be uh, some good conversations to be had and, and maybe we can just jump right in. Uh, we're going to go one each one, right? That's what we decided here. And so we've got five total each. Have a little fun with this. Um, you know, we'd love to hear from you guys what your favorite app is. You know, if, if you've got some time, if you see the post on Facebook, please comment. Um, you know, let us know because we, we, we probably will do this episode again in a few different uh, flavors, right? So uh, number five for you, Tobias, where, where are we? So I didn't know we were ordering this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I'll start with the first one because I think um, my number... One is actually my number five. Number five is um, Crypto Pro, uh, and it's actually two apps. It's uh, Crypto Pro and LifeQuote. Uh, I use LifeQuote on the iPad, and I use Crypto Pro on my iPhone. And um, both are about uh, crypto, cryptocurrencies, and the stock market. And they're about telling you the current price tickers. Uh, there's probably a lot of apps around uh, that that do the same thing. But for me, the reason I, I used Crypto Pro is because I have an Apple Watch and I wanted to have a life ticker on my on my watch. So if you have an Apple Watch, you can just uh, see the the life ticker on your watch all the time. So you can you're always up to date. You don't have to pull out your phone. Uh, you always know the the latest prices of your Bitcoin, Ethereum, or Ripple, and and that's great. And um, the other thing I have is the uh, the LifeQuote app on my iPad. I, I actually use my iPad as a life ticker. I always wanted uh, to have a big screen on my wall that shows me my current stock prices. And this is the closest thing I get to that. I have my iPad running all day and it just shows me the ticker on the LifeQuote app. So I've added all of my stocks, all of my cryptos, and it's just showing me price updates in real time. Like it, it updates a couple times a second. So that that's awesome. Wow. No, I can see that. It's almost like you're telling me your dream is to, to be in NASDAQ and just have your own like wall of <laughs> charts and graphs, which is really cool. I, I mean, it's important, right? I, I think like we talked about it, it's always fun to know when you're making money and sometimes you have to make some decisions. And so I couldn't imagine uh, the only thing for me, that's oof, if I saw that all the time and if I was running, if I got an update each um, each time I looked down, it, it might make my heart pop a little bit, right? But um, that's really cool. I can totally see why you like that. Um, I, I I'm going to definitely have to download it and at least check it out. I love the idea of the visuals there. So awesome one. And, and great for those that are investors out there. If you if you want to get into that same kind of style and understand, you know, keep in tune with everything that's going on. That sounds like a good one. All right. So uh, I will go on to my number five, which is uh, funny enough, Fiverr. Um, it's a really new one for me. It is something that I just uh, started using more recently, right? Because of the even this podcast and, and you, Tobias, you, you introduced it to me um, in some sense. And there's a lot of different versions of it. But what it is, is basically it's in a platform that you're able to get on. And if you have certain type of projects, it could be creative, it could be, you know, um, a lot of things that you do, sometimes like marketing, right? Corporate marketing in some senses, building a brand. But they also have things like um, content writing, like lyrics, um, logo creations. So a lot of people are trying to start new businesses, trying to build a website. You know, there's a lot of folks on Fiverr that can actually help. So what it does is it helps you outsource your needs or projects into uh, local or 
could be vendors all over the world, right? That can help you um, with whatever specialty that you need. And they have prices that are really reasonable, right? So there's folks literally from corners of the world that you can imagine the labor is a little bit more cheap. And, and sometimes the quality comes with what you pay for, but there's just options out there for you. And um, so far, just me getting exposed to it, like the logo that you see is is from, you know, someone on Fiverr and will probably evolve a little bit more. Um, but to be as you, you introduced this to me, so I'm curious, is that something that you, you would agree with or what's your two cents on this app here? I've made my uh, my experience with Fiverr. There's, uh, like you say, you get what you pay for. But the reason I tried cheaper offers on Fiverr is because I've spent many nights watching YouTube videos where people uh, tried to get one thing and they uh, they hired ten people on Fiverr and were like, okay. For example, there's there was this video editing uh, thing. They had some some commercial videos um, uh, recorded and. They were just sending the raw material to 10 different people and it turned out that the cheaper ones were actually pretty good uh, Sometimes even better than the more expensive ones. So I was like, okay, that's definitely what's gonna happen to me and I will <laughs> I will definitely get some good results out of this Most of the time that didn't happen, but I'm uh, like our logo I know our logo has been designed by someone from Fiverr and this was great results love it and Fiverr is a good place uh, just need to make sure you you find the right uh, freelancers. Definitely, right? It, it all comes down to the selection. But the, the, the marketplace is there. So, you know, sometimes people ask me like, hey, even uh, how did you guys create your logo or, you know, some of the, the graphic designs or, you know, for, for us, I'm lucky enough, you do a lot of the production. But if you wanted to start a podcast, you could literally find every single source on there. So that's one. Uh, but let's go on to number four. What do you got? Um, this is probably an app everyone knows. It's the Airbnb app, but I don't use it as much as um, a guest or a traveler. I use it as a host. So I think we've talked about it in one of our episodes that I'm also an Airbnb host. And I think they did a really great job on uh, putting the app together. So the best part about the Airbnb app is that it's both a host app and a guest app. Um, a lot of companies use two different apps for these kind of things, um, but Airbnb has both in one and that makes it really helpful. Um, it has great features and uh, I just like using that. Uh, it, it helps me uh, organize everything I need to do for my Airbnb. It helps me uh, change prices, um, view my calendar, change my calendar, change my daily prices, uh, communicate directly with my guests. And uh, it's just making things so much easier. And I don't have to sit on a computer all the time to make those things. Oh, wow. That's cool. That's really encouraging. You know, I think uh, probably me, like many others, are very familiar with going to Airbnbs, right, and, and using them. But uh, to understand that it's easier on the host side, I mean, it makes sense, right? That's why it's so popular. And there's so many people that are able to make a ton of money, uh, you know, putting their houses out or, or the investment properties or travel properties. So uh, it's funny. I, when I saw Airbnb, and I'm like, yes, I'm right there with you. They're number one on my list for travel. But, you know, I guess it, it is really cool, again, with you and your entrepreneur spirit to understand, hey, they've actually made it really well for those that are trying to start the business on the other end. Um, but I will say my favorite pastime is to find people's dream home on Airbnb and stay there. For whatever reason, these people build up these beautiful houses and they put them on Airbnb. So I'm all about that, but very cool. I love that one. All right. 
uh, number four on my side. So this one is, I mean, you probably have heard it. There's so many different ways to consume this, but uh, TED Talks. This is something that, you know, there's the concept of TED Talks. It goes, there's long historic reasons for it. And, you know, you can go into it, understand the format, the template. It's really different, right? But the reason why it's a favorite one for me is it's, I was told a long time ago by, you know, one of my mentors, actually, you know, Philip. Philip was the one that told me a long time. He's like, I listen to TED Talks every day. And he probably doesn't do it anymore. But uh, for me, like I listen to it uh, every day for, for a good, like, I want to say like five years. I was legitimately doing it five days a week. And what was really cool is you get just exposed to so many different topics and different you know you like just different ways of understanding um focuses and people that are very passionate are out there presenting and for me what was great is as i was navigating through the corporate world and trying to you know network with people being able to listen to ted talks so much gave me a really well-rounded uh, you know portfolio of knowledge that when someone had a conversation or a discussion on some certain topics i was able to actually participate hey i saw a ted talks and more than that a lot of people are like hey i know that ted talks right so it really helped me provide like a well-rounded background for those times when i need to have conversation and for me like it's just it's an awesome way to learn it's like 15 to 20 minutes why not like every day you should at least do something like that um are you a fan of ted talks to be I am a fan of TED Talks. Uh, I I hardly ever use the app, but um, it's a great app to travel with. And so back in the day when we were still using planes, uh, I've been spending a lot of time just picking out some great TED Talks, downloading them, and then watching them uh, during my plane rides. So that's one of my favorite apps too, especially on the iPad. Very cool. Yeah. And you know what? Again, with the TED Talks itself, uh, I, I'm saying this right now to be you're going to do a TED Talks one day and so will I. So we will be uh, needing to download it, but uh, way too far, a little bit uh, wishful thinking and looking forward to getting to there. But cool. I'm glad that we share that uh, as one that we like here. I think we'll keep going down the list. What's number three on your side? My number three is the app SwiftScan Pro. And I think that's also business oriented. It's it's one of the apps that made my life a lot easier because um, it's a scanning app. I know that um, iPhones and probably Androids also uh, have native support for scanning files, but it's not ideal. Um, the SwiftScan Pro app is, is really great if you wanna have um, a quick scan. It automatically uh, crops your file. It, it um, automatically changes the contrast so that it looks like you've actually put a, a piece of paper into a scanner. And uh, if you want to do a, a multi-scan of hundreds of pages, that's so easy to do with that. It's, it's much faster than actually putting it into a, an actual scanner. So I don't need a scanner anymore and I do need to scan a lot of documents still. Uh, so this app helps and it, I think it's just one dollar or one euro uh, on the app store. So it's definitely worth it. I love that. That is such a smart thing. And I agree. I, I have a scan app, but I think I'm going to go with yours. I'm going to try this out here with a pro because it's just, it's nice to have, right? A lot of us have these like bulky printers at home and people still use it just for scanning. But if you realize that when you don't need the scanning part of the printer, you can actually get one of those nice little compact ones. And so, but yeah, like you, you said, like for me scanning on a regular basis, right? They're like, oh, you need to scan your documents. If you're an investor, if you're trying to, you know, travel and get things done, you need to have the ability to scan wherever you are ad hoc. So uh, that is a great tip. And I think it's one that most people don't even think of, right? You, you still, sometimes you think your phone uh, isn't quite, you know, right for some of these other applications, but for scanning purposes and for like legal documents, perfect one. So I love that one. Great tip. Um, 
cool. And then I'm going to go back to my side. Man, this is really black and white. Like, I love it. You're, you're, you're so business and you're helping people with making money. And I'm sitting here telling you to spend a little bit more time doing things for yourself, right? TED Talks is one thing. My number three is going to be the Calm app. Um, I think there's different versions of this. There's different, you know, like things that are similar. I think Headspace is one. You know, I'm sure you, you might have a, can you think of any other ones that are ones that you're familiar that are in this area? Uh, no, I've been using the Calm app though. Yeah. It's a great one. Ah, cool. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, for, for those who aren't familiar with it, right, there's always things that meditation is kind of one of the main things it really helps you with, right? That's what they know. But if you think of the name calm itself with everything that's going on in our lives, especially, you know, with pandemic sometimes and just the pressures of life, it's good to kind of take the time to just, you know, take a breath and do something for yourself. And so the calm app helps you with meditation. It helps you with guided meditation. Um, you know, there's things where sometimes they walk you through body scans. There's funny things like Matthew McConaughey's voice for whatever reason is really soothing. All right. All right, all right, all right now. Um, but he gets on there and he actually reads some stories. And so there's sleep stories. There's, you know, sound of rain. There's so many different ways that it can help you. And, you know, with, with us, uh, it, the world that we live in, I mean, just taking care of yourself mentally is so important, right? If you've got something that's taking you down and sometimes that uh, things are harder, like it's, it's really important. And this Calm app allows you to sometimes step away. It's 20 minutes, 10 minutes. You can even do five minutes of just calming down, right? There's certain um, files that you can choose there that really help you out or, or helping you sleep. So definitely want to check out if you haven't they have a free version but the paid version is, is worth it for me because sometimes you even just trying to fall asleep playing that helps um when do you use it to be yeah only for falling asleep um not all the time but uh, here and there it's it's definitely helpful and i i prefer the white noise uh or like mm. raindrops or or any natural sounds uh, for some reason i can't fall asleep when someone talks or uh, uh, or anything not even matthew mcconaughey come on to be oh i did do bob ross here. though bob ross is amazing <laughs> <Bob Ross. laughs> yeah there's some fun ones on there but it, it's very cool i think it's it's good Every, it, there's something for everybody right so just go on there click around find some things like i said my personal favorite one is a body scan to be it seems to like the white noise one so find something for yourself all right what number are we on here i believe it is four two three, on your list two. Uh, yeah four two right yeah two number two slash four whatever um yeah we're talking about calm and um and body uh stuff um i think the the next app uh, i'm talking about is is in the same area it's called the wim hof method and um, I think the app actually does a lot more than what I use it for. Uh, all I use it for is breathing exercises. But um, I, I think if you remember last episode, we talked about me doing more breathing exercises. And yesterday, I finally saw the notification where the app reminded me to to breathe, motherfucker. That's what it says. Uh, <laughs> and um, I, I was thinking of you and I was like, okay, I should do it again. And I did the breathing exercise. It actually walks you through how you can um, do your exercises, like uh, breathe in, breathe out, uh, and then uh, hold your breath for for a long time. And like, even in the first round, I could do two minutes, twenty seconds. Uh, last round, I could do three minutes of holding my breath. I would have never imagined that I can hold my breath that long. And it helps me with um, with my breathing during running as well. It increases my pace. It 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 makes me um have a lower heart rate during running and uh, i can definitely recommend that and i'm sure the app can do more and i'm using the free version and uh, i think if you if you get yourself to use it on a daily basis it's definitely worth to use the paid version of it have you heard of the app before 
uh, I'm going to download it right after this, but um, Wim Hof, I've definitely heard of. That guy is a beast. I mean, those of you that are, I follow along with Tony Robbins and his teachings, he, um, he, Wim Hof is actually someone that he brings on stage. And so I was able to be in an event where he was on stage. And, you know, this breathing is just kind of the tip of the iceberg. Like the guy is amazing what he can do. And he sh he's, he's known for like, I think, running around Alaska or some freezing areas, you know, with no clothes on. And the only way he is able to keep warm is by using his breathing exercises. So he's been able to be in like sub-zero temperatures and being able to survive with no clothes, literally just with breathing exercises. So it's almost like magic if you don't know. And to me, I was like, oh, great. Yeah, this one guy is like a superhero. He's a mutant. But no, he actually was able to, in the Tony Robbins content, he actually was able to, to you know, teach what he does as a process to, I think it was only like some elite folks that were in the group, but like it actually works. And he can teach people how to breathe like that. So this, <coughs> excuse me. This app seems to be something that is just the beginning and t tip of the iceberg, but I would love to get into it and see how I could uh, further use it because, yeah, Wim Hof, he's the man. All right, so moving on for me, number two. Uh, yeah, I guess it's kind of a different order, but because especially right now, um, Open Table is one that I'm going to put out here as a number two. It's kind of a unique one, right? Because there's different ways for you to search for restaurants and search for businesses in all different ways, right? There's Yelp, there's TripAdvisor, there's um, you could just Google search things. But uh, you know, even you, I think when I brought this up, you're like, what do you use Open Table for? It's just for reservations, right? And yeah, I think on the surface, it is just for reservations, but you know, because of uh, the nature of, of, of of my lifestyle i love to travel right and i like to go to big cities small cities and sometimes you know i'd love to do the research like i love going on and, and learning as much as i can but sometimes you know the open table app what it allows me to do when i go into a city is it typically has a collection of the finest restaurants it has them where its reservations are required and you can you know search by popularity and it's just a little bit of a cut of a difference so it's not like i always use open table because i'm not that bougie right but <laughs> you can't find the hole in the wall on open table but it's nice when you go on a trip like hey check out open table try to find maybe one nice restaurant right at least one if not more and that way it's a good way to kind of see what the most popular restaurants are um, for me sometimes it's like nobu like every city i go to I, I look on open table to see if there's a nobu and that's a way for me to get in um, so it makes life convenient right like especially in the time of pandemic right now you you need reservations for almost everywhere you go if you really want to be sure and so i've been using open table and i even found a local restaurant here in san jose uh, for those of you that are in the south bay it's called love foray it was a french restaurant which i had never been to but it been around for 10 15 years and just like one of the most awesome restaurants that i didn't know but open table helped me find it so even locally it's helped out what i'm hearing for this uh, dear listener is if you want to advertise your your restaurant put it on open table alex is going to go there <laughs> hey, that's me and everyone else that I would tell about like, because it is one thing to, you know, like go find your own place, which is always nice, but then to see reviews and, and normally knowing that they're just a cut above your rest, regular restaurants. Yeah, put your restaurant on open table. I'll come to you. All right, down to the, the bottom of the list here, or the, the top one, we would say. Uh, what's your number one here? Uh, this one is actually something that makes my work life a lot easier and I don't know why I just started using it a couple of months ago, but it's the reminders app on the iPhone and what? Yes, exactly. I, um, so in the past, when I wanted to remind myself of something, I just put it in, uh, like a, a calendar event. I, um, I thought maybe tomorrow on 11 a.m. I'll put in an event in my calendar for whatever I need to do. And um, then I get distracted 
And then a couple hours later, I totally forgot that I wanted to remind myself on that. And it's still in my calendar. So sometimes I'm moving it around or sometimes it just gets lost. But the Reminders app, especially when you also have a Mac, is awesome because you can you can just uh, have your reminders um, done on uh, based on the date, based on the time, based on location, based on some sort of event that happens. And the best part is it always shows up in your notifications on your phone and on your computer. And it will stay there until you actively click it away. So it will annoy you, it will remind you, it will literally remind you, that's what a reminders app does. But for me, it, it was game changing. I don't know why I didn't use something like that before, but uh, everyone I talked to about um, this app is like, oh yeah, I've never tried it out. And I can just totally recommend it. It, it helped me organize myself much better, even though even though it's uh, so so obvious. <laughs> and uh, it's also hidden. It's hidden on uh, on some sort of folder in your iPhone by default. Wow. Yeah. I, reminders. I, I'm pretty sure I tucked that in. I, I have like you know, a portfolios of apps that I don't use as much. And I think that's one of them. So I, and you've opened up my eyes. I can see why. Right. And, and typically iPhone, Apple, right. They do things right. If they're going to create something, there's there's some benefits and some good stuff. But I would have never thought reminders. I love it. Uh, I'm going to have to now figure out how to get that useful uh, and going in my life, too. So um I actually had a folder on my iPhone called uh, useless Apple apps <laughs> and I just had all the useless apps in there and, and that was part of it and I just recently moved it out. And you pulled it out. So no, I, there's again some of the native apps, like I said, it, I wanted to put notes in here, but we're probably going to do a whole other uh, episode on notes. But yeah, I think some of the basic things, if you just take advantage of them and figure out how to use them, they can be really, really sweet. So uh, this last one is going to be so far out there, like of everything that we said today was maybe good, maybe positive, something productive, but this last one is I will tell you the very honest truth that I'm still figuring out how to use it, but I know for a fact, you know, there's there's probably a lot of people listening that um, use TikTok on a regular basis uh, every day, right? And and they can tell me exactly why it's awesome. But there's also just a ton of people out there that maybe a little bit older crowd or just too busy, whatever you want to call it, and they're just not into it yet, right? Not cool. Um, I'm somewhere on that not so cool yet. I, I've downloaded it. I've tried it. Uh, before I go into some of the benefits here, I mean, it, to be to tell me what's your experience with TikTok or your your two sense on it i have been actively avoiding it uh i know that it's it's just a waste of time and uh, i don't see any benefits uh I'm, I'm already hooked on these instagram reels which i think is the same thing mostly and i hate it uh, so I, i'm trying not to get it it's the same thing with instagram i i i was trying to avoid instagram for many years and i just joined like two years ago because I, I found out that everyone moved from Facebook to Instagram. And ho hopefully that same thing doesn't happen on TikTok. You know what? I, I like when you hate things because eventually <laughs> become something that you get comfortable with over time. I, I think you hated selfies was, was one of the first things that I would. I, I, I love taking versions of selfies, right? I'm, I'm cheesy like that. And I just remember to be as looking at me like, what the heck are you doing? And then I think fast forward, uh, maybe a trip or two later, he's in the back of all my selfies. So it's OK that you hate it. Uh, we don't need to like it. But what I would tell you what I've heard from TikTok, right, just around everyone in, in different circles, right? There's it's it's ways that you can actually do things. And yeah, it's a different type of way uh, where it's, it could be like Instagram reels. It could be like 
like Facebook stories, but there's just so much content on there and people are pumping it out and it, it because it's, you know, less restrictive and you have a lot more rights and using, you know, videos and a lot more fun. Um, people are doing things like learning how to cook or teaching lessons. They're doing financial advising. There's doing coaching, right? And, and it's all done on this TikTok platform. So it, it could be overwhelming if you try to do everything and you could definitely waste your time. But there's a lot of people that have sent me things like, hey, you can cook a recipe. I was like, wait, what? On a TikTok video? But they make it efficient. And that's the whole point, right? And and people have fun things on there. A lot of couple challenges that, you know, all of a sudden relationships, people are doing like these relationship goals and dancing together, work together. Um, you know, there's a lot of that fun stuff, challenges on there. Uh, but the other thing that for me recently, I've been really exposed to from a business perspective, if you think about the reach that TikTok has, right, talking about how popular it is, like it, back in the day, Facebook, when it first started, it was unfiltered and you can literally post something and you probably get like hundreds of thousands and millions of people to actually watch it. But now it's a lot more filtered, right? Privacy acts. But with TikTok, you can still have like that type of reach, like almost like unfiltered Facebook days where you can get thousands, millions of viewers really quick and build up a base. And so if you're trying to promote something, a program, a product, TikTok needs to be part of your strategy as well. So all the way around, right? Whether you just want to laugh, you want to do couple goals, you want to improve your finances, you want to learn recipes, or you want to improve your business. And there's something on TikTok. So yes, it could be a waste of time, but uh, it's worth checking out to make it work for you. So you're saying uh, it's at some point it will get worse and uh, just just use the time right now. <laughs> and then something new will come along, which will be unfiltered again. That's basically it, right? We live in this life where things evolve so quickly and rules get broken and we figure we like one thing. Oh, yeah, we want everyone to know what's going on. And then we find out, wait, 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 that's not a good thing. We don't want everybody to know. So we evolve as humans. And yeah, there was, you know, there was, I still was trying to avoid TikTok for the longest time. But I think pretty soon here, you're going to start to see A to Z talks promoted on TikTok. So I got to start talking about it now. Have fun. <laughs> All right. So I think that wraps us up here. I think that was really cool. It was a lot of fun on my side to kind of just hear your 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 top five apps and um, really different kind of stuff right now. I'm actually excited because I don't have all of these and I'm going to go and download the, the Wim Hof and the, the Swift Games Pro, uh, actually all of them. So hopefully our, our listeners had something to uh, gain from this as well. And, and how about you? Well, anything new that you took away from here besides TikTok's not as horrible? Um... Definitely the open table one. I think open table I always used for reservations, but I never figured out that it's actually only the like better restaurants or the ones you, you want to try out in new cities. So I will try that out on my next trip if that ever happens. <laughs> Very cool. Well, I think we will, we'll be able to get on the road here soon enough, right? So um, that was it from us today. I think we wanted to keep this quick and short. We wanted to hit you with just uh, 10 apps that can improve your life. We're going to try to stick to the short series here for the next two. I think it's short, man, compared to the other ones, at least. But um, any last words for, for the audience to guess? Uh no. <laughs> All good, my friend. No grand quote on my side. Uh, no, no, no sayings, nothing else. But my main thing is I like, go out there and try some things, right? Like try an app of the week. Ask your friends what their favorite app is. Just go out and learn some new things because, I mean, it's going to be there. It's like I said, it's like an extension of your brain. So go out there, try something new, give it a try. It'll improve your life and maybe you'll share it back with us. So um, until the next episode, thanks a lot, guys. Take care. Mm -hmm.